Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year, book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. This life study is the basis of our program today, which includes short portions of the spoken messages given by Witness Lee. Now, let's join today's life study. How do you unclog the arteries of your psychological heart to be sanctified wholly and preserved complete? Many of us are not as spiritually healthy as we ought to be and could use some practical help taking care of our spiritual heart. It's a matter of spiritual life or death. So stay tuned for the next half hour. This is Matt Miller filling in for Chris Wilde and Dick Taylor is here for our spiritual health talk today. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Matt. It is so good to be here. And may we all be those who are genuinely healthy in Christ. Yesterday I was here with Bill Lawson, and we were talking about the preserving of our spirit from the deadening things by rejoicing, praying, and giving thanks. Amen. But today we're going to touch the sanctifying and preserving of our soul, mainly through confessing so many things, and also the preserving of our body. Can you give a quick foretaste of what we're in for today so the listeners will realize that they'll want to stay around for the next 20 minutes or so? Well, praise the Lord. We all have Christ in our spirit, but we want him to make home in our heart. That means that he needs to spread out in our being into the arteries of our mind, our emotion, and our will. And I appreciate so much the fact that you mentioned the program you did with Brother Bill. That is that uh, the most fundamental thing is that all the time we would be rejoicing in the Lord, we would be praying, and we would be thanking, we would be praising, we would not be quenching the Spirit. If we did this 24 hours a day, we would not have any artery problems. But the problem is we don't stay that much in touch with the Lord. So what happens, things accumulate in our mind, accumulate in our emotion, accumulate in our will, and they need to be cleared out. They need to be unclogged so that the Lord could saturate us, permeate us, and flow through us so that he, as the living God, could have a matching testimony in his people. He's living and we're living, not just in our spirit, but even in our mind, our emotion, and will. So to get these arteries clear is the most critical thing in our Christian life. Otherwise, we could just receive Christ as our Savior and be the same the rest of our life. This is a tragedy. Then when we go to meet the Lord, we're just there as a babe, even in the flesh, in the natural man. So may the Lord have mercy on us to show us how critical it is that we have the psychological arteries of our heart unclogged, full of Christ, and flowing with him as the life-giving spirit for his expression. Then we can really live a holy life for the church life and be the Lord's testimony. So this is too critical to our spiritual life and our testimony for the Lord's on the earth. Dick, I agree with you. This is very critical, and I hope our listeners will stay with us. I think it's a special program we're in for today. Let's go on now to Witness Lee for the speaking from 1982 which eventually became printed Life Study Message number 24 from the Life Study of Thessalonians. It's the last one from the Life Study of 1 Thessalonians. Let's go there now. We need 
to cooperate with the sanctifying triune God, to have our soul preserved. Our psychological heart does have three main arteries, the mind, the will, and the emotion. A sister asked me how to get the three arteries all unclogged. How to unclog the clogged arteries. When we have our spiritual arteries of our psychological heart clogged, the only way that's needed is to make thorough confession. I learned this by experience. You need to stay with the Lord for a longer time. Not to do anything but to confess all your defects, failures, defeats, wrongs, mistakes, even sinfulness. Firstly, in your mind. You have to make a thorough confession of all the sinfulness in your mind, in your thinking. You have to confess one by one. This neck, you have a ditch full of dirt. Now you have to dig out all the dirt. And your artery is just a ditch filled up with dirt. So it is clogged. Now you need to confess all your sinfulness in your thinking, in the way of your thought, in your mentality, your mind. You have to confess one by one. And this is dig out all the dirt from the ditch of your artery. It works. You have to confess. You may say, I don't feel so. I agree with you. This is why you have to go to the Lord. Lord, expose me. Expose my mentality. Expose my thought in my mind. Expose every bit of my thinking. Lord, enlighten me. Expose me, especially my mentality, my mind, to your light. Just follow the exposure. Follow the enlightenment. And confess every problem. Dick, I remember the first time I heard about this need for thorough confession and the clearing of the dirt out of our inner being to make room for the Lord to flow through us. I'd never prayed in a thorough way like that before the Lord. Many of our listeners may also be in that same condition where they're unfamiliar with this concept, Mm -hmm. but it's really necessary for our spiritual health. And it's not just a once-for-all thing. We need a daily exercise of this type of confession. I wonder if you could uh, reinforce this thought. I'll surely try, Matt. I was thinking, you know, we mentioned in the program before this that uh, we need to be rejoicing, praying, and thanking. But we also need confessing because we don't always rejoice, we don't always thank, and we don't always pray. So we really need this element of confession. And there's no substitute for spending time with the Lord and just genuinely opening to him the best we can. Even we would pray, as our brother Lee mentioned, Lord, expose me. Lord, enlighten me. 
The main thing the Lord needs is an open vessel. If we would open to him, calling on him and asking him to enlighten us, surely he will. I still remember a prayer that Brother Lee prayed. It's always helped me every day. And that is, Lord, save me from self-deceit and the darkness. That doesn't mean we get into our mind about it and analyze it. We just open to the Lord and trust that he, as the enlightening one, would shine particularly into our mind and expose all the natural thinking, all the sinful thoughts that we might have a thorough confession. So we need to have a long, long time with the Lord confessing. On the other hand, we need to do it daily. It's really good to nip it in the bud and keep short accounts by our uh, exercise to open to the Lord that we would have an unclogged artery of the mind. And I I like what uh, Brother Lee said, don't you? Matt, he said, this is like a ditch. We need to get all the dirt out of it so the water can flow. Well, what kind of dirt? Well, he mentioned like the dirt of just sinful thoughts, evil thoughts. Many of us are clear when we have evil thought, or maybe we've had evil thought, and then we didn't become enlightened about them until sometime when we're really opening to the Lord and he's enlightening us. So we need to have a thorough confession. It's kind of like if you go into a cafeteria and uh, they have one of these uh, spring-loaded stacks of plates. You take the top plate, and then the next one comes up. So that's what we need to confess, whatever he shows us, and then maybe he'll bring another one up. Uh, if you just look at all the plates, you may be overwhelmed, but the Lord touches one thing at a time, and this allows the dirt to be removed from this ditch and life to flow. There's also the side of just natural things. You know, maybe we have a natural concept concerning the church. Maybe our natural concept is it's some kind of wooden building on a corner. We have to confess this to the Lord. Lord, my thought about the church is so natural, so fallen. Save me, Lord. Grant me the real vision of the body of Christ. So may we be those who open to the Lord. Oh, Lord, enlighten me. And surely he will shine, and then we confess Dig that dirt out, and hallelujah, life can flow. So may we be those who not only have sometimes longer times, but in our daily life we would be quick to open to the Lord and receive his enlightening, his shining, so that we could be saturated with Christ and he could flow. Dick, I appreciate your sharing, and I'd like to turn to ask the listener on the other side of the radio, if your heart is clogged, you know what we're talking about. That's right. And uh, if you're in that condition, I implore you to take the words, to go to the Lord and confess to him the things that are you're conscious of, and he will take away the blockage and flow through you in a way that you haven't experienced for a long time. Amen. And uh, I just want to echo what Witness Lee said. It works. Amen. I really enjoyed that. It works. Amen. Well, let's go on uh, to the next section here with Witness Lee, and he's going to get into some more practical help on how to dig out these ditches. Thus far, you have been repenting all the days of your outward doings, of your outward rebellion. You never saw in your well full of tears of rebellion. Then you have to confess one by one. Oh, sometimes the Lord shows you two years ago in that matter, three years ago in another matter, with that brother, with that sister, all the things you have to confess, Lord, 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I'm under your light. I'm under your exposure. Thank you for your exposure, Lord. You just confess. This is to dig out the dirt from another ditch. Then about your emotion. Your emotion. You hate what you love. You love what should hate. I cannot illustrate. I assure you, when you get into the light of the sanctuary, you will see the most ugly thing of your being is your emotion. You never use your emotion properly. It was a shame you were that joyful. It was a shame you were that sorrowful. It's all natural. It's all fleshly. Even fleshy. No wonder your spiritual heart didn't work for quite a long time because all the three main arteries were clogged. You believe me, after such a confession, right away you feel your entire being becomes moving. You just feel the mind is wonderful, the will is wonderful, the emotion is wonderful, your heart, my goodness, all the three ditches have been uncocked. All the dirt have been dug away. You need to go to the Lord. Not only once in a while. You need to go to the Lord every day. You may say, well, I don't feel wrong in these days in my mentality, in my thinking. I don't feel wrong in my will, in my decisions, in my legs or dislikes. In my hatred, in my love, I don't feel. What do you feel? You don't feel? Go to the Lord. Go to the Lord and get this spiritual medicine. You need to go to the Lord. You need to go to the Lord mm. and get the spiritual medicine. Mm-hmm. Dick, to get our spiritual heart working right, there's no other way than to spend time with the Lord and Witness Lee is giving us some real practical help here, isn't he? He really is, Matt. I really appreciate the help with the will and the emotion in this section because, you know, let's face it, one of our main problems in our will is stubbornness and rebellion. I was just thinking of Matthew. 121 says, And she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for it is he who will save his people from their sins. And what is the main sin that he saves us from? The main sin is rebellion. And this is really manifested particularly in and through our will. So may our will be made soft by a thorough confession and digging out the dirt of this in this ditch so that life could flow. Then he touched this matter of our emotion. And uh, again, we see how much we need to spend time with the Lord, open to the Lord, because the Lord is both the doctor and the medicine. So we just open to him that he would prescribe himself as the all-inclusive, life-giving compound dose to kill all these spiritual germs. For example, in our emotion, as our brother mentioned, we love a lot of times what we should hate, and we hate many times what we should love. We're just all bent out of shape. So we need to not only just have big times with the Lord of confessing, but we need daily times to open our hearts so that we would love what we should love, we would hate what we hate, and we would be filled with Christ in our daily life. 
So may we be those who practice every day this kind of opening to the Lord to receive him, not only as the one who gives the prescription, but also who is the medication that we need to be healthy for his testimony. The Lord said he was the Alpha and the Omega. Amen. He's every letter of the alphabet. He's the medicine, and he's the doctor who prescribes the medicine. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful Christ that we have. Amen. Okay, let's go to the final segment here today of our radio program, Dick, and uh, deal with the final part of our being, which is our body. We've talked about the uh, preservation of our spirit. We've talked about the preservation of our soul through the digging out of the arteries. Now we come to the final part that we could be preserved even in our body. Let's go to Witness Lee. How to preserve our body? In the fall, sin, S-A-N, has damaged, ruined our body. Then our body, Romans 6 says, became a body of sin. Then, not only that, in the fallen life, we even present our members of the body to evil things. For instance, gambling. You present your hands to play those gambling instruments. Not only so, Romans 7.24 says, our body even became a body of death. And this is why Romans 8.10 says, even after Christ came into our spirit, our body still was dead. This was the original condition of our body. How to preserve our body? To preserve our body. The number one thing is not to work according to your soul. When you walk, when you live according to your soul, that means you use your body to serve your old soul. The number two, never present any member of your body to anything sinful. Those papers full of evil pictures, don't put your eyes upon them. Keep your eyes away. Just like Paul illustrated in chapter 4, to abstain from fornication. That is to preserve your vessel, that means your body, in sanctification. Anything sinful, I would not let any member of my body touch it. Saints, don't follow the tide of today's world. The tide of this world today is full of defiling. It's hard for us to preserve our body today. On the plane, on the street, in the restaurant, Nothing there but defilement. Let me say this. To preserve our spirit is either than to preserve our soul. And to preserve our soul is much easier than to preserve our body. The hardest thing for us to do is to preserve our body in these defiling, contaminating world. I just beg you all, 
of saints from verses 12 to the end of this chapter, chapter 5. It gives us the way to cooperate with God's sanctifying operation. God aspires, desires to sanctify us wholly and to preserve our spirit and soul and body complete. We must cooperate with Dick, it's hard not to agree with this fact that the hardest thing to preserve in this defiling world today is our body. Yesterday I quoted a verse uh, about our eyes, but I didn't remember the reference. It's actually Job 31.1. It says, I made a covenant with my eyes. How then can I gaze upon a virgin? Can you talk about this matter of cooperation? There's a, a lot of burden here that Witness Lee had. That's true, Matt, and I was appreciating these three areas of our being. For example, the main thing is to take care of the members of our body. For example, our uh, hands, what we touch, our eyes, what we see, and our ears, what we hear. You know, today's music with, uh, with the words and everything can just defile you to the uttermost. Just from your hearing, it gets into your being and then really kills you as far as your enjoyment of the Lord. So we need to guard our ears, present our ears every day. Like that says in Romans, present the members of our body to him, that they may be sanctified. And then our eyes, there's so much uh, junk that we can look at. Even you're driving down the freeway and some of the billboards or whatever, you just take a little walk here or there, just so many defiling things to our eyes. So again, we need every day to present our eyes, these members to the Lord, that they might be sanctified. And they would be good for receiving Christ. My eyes are mainly for looking at the Bible <laughs> and for uh, enjoying Christ with one another. That's what our eyes are for. And then um, even our hands, there's many things we can do that are not proper. Uh, we must be those who live a holy life for the church life. So every day we present these members to the Lord that they might be sanctified and we might be those who are full of him. And like Brother Lee mentioned, what's the key? The key is to uh, every day, number one, don't follow your old man. Don't follow your soul life, but rather follow your spirit. <laughs> and number two, every day present these various members of our body to the Lord that he might be the sanctifying one, and that even the members of our body are good for his expression. The one who lives in our spirit can flow through the arteries of our soul and be expressed even through our mortal body because we have given him the ground. And I'd like to conclude with this, Matt, uh, that it all comes down to this matter of cooperating with him, especially in these verses 12 through 24 of chapter 5. And the essence of that is always rejoice, unceasingly pray, in everything give thanks. Do not quench the Spirit. That means always be enjoying the Lord. If we cooperate in this way, our spirit will be preserved from deadness, our soul will be preserved from pollution in the mind, will, and emotion, and our body will be preserved from the defilement of this age. If we'll take that way, Dick, we won't have a problem with our eyes wandering on the wrong thing or our hands touching the wrong thing. That's right. Or our ears listening to the wrong thing. Amen. The defiling things. And I'll even add, we won't have a problem with our feet 
going in the wrong places. That's right. Dick, thanks for joining me today. We've run out of time. You're welcome, Matt. And uh, thank you also for joining us. If you'd like to get a printed copy of the message you heard today, you can call 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Join us again tomorrow as we continue with our first message from the Life Study of 2 Thessalonians. Throughout the centuries, the Lord has recovered many truths concerning His purpose and plan for humanity. The recovery version of the New Testament by Living Stream Ministry presents these crucial truths in a format that is easy to understand and study. This faithful translation of the original Greek text includes outlines of each book of the New Testament, over 9,000 footnotes, more than 13,000 cross-references, charts of important truths, and color maps. The New Testament recovery version from Living Stream Ministry is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order by calling 1-888-543-3788.